0: So, uh, you know, we've lost Anthony Brown for the season. Um, Anthony uh, has a lower leg injury that uh, will require surgery, and um, so we'll be moving forward. Obviously, our heart goes out to Anthony. Uh, He's a big part of the future of our program. He's a great competitor, and uh, he'll be back ready to roll next year, and uh, we'll have had a great year behind his belt to prepare for another great year uh, from now. But as we've had to do all year long, we've got to pick it up and uh, keep going, keep rolling. So that's what we've done since uh, game one. And that's not gonna change as we move forward. Um, We're excited about the opportunity to play uh, UConn uh, here in uh, Fenway. Uh, Haven't played in that game before. It's always a a great venue, an exciting venue. And uh, we've got a great week of practice ahead of us here. Uh, We're looking forward to that. Our, Our team has got a tremendous mindset. A great day yesterday together. Went back and really uh, got to work on the field in the afternoon. and All of our thoughts, all of our preparation, everything, our mindset, every ounce of energy that we have as a program and uh, as a team we'll be focused on playing the University of Connecticut. This is a team that's getting better as the season's going on, We're continuing to improve. We've got a couple of real dominators. Defense starting on defense, the nose guard uh, Fatikasi is the outstanding player, play anywhere in the country. Junior Joseph, their linebacker, is a big, strong, physical guy at 6'1, 232 pound linebacker. The kid or- Cole Ormsby, I think, is a talented rush end off the edge, and uh, very, very impressed with him. Arkel Newsom and uh, Kevin Mentz on offense, two running backs. I know both of them, involved both of them, both very, very, very good players. David uh, Pindle uh, is playing at quarterback, an athletic guy. Uh, Tyler Davis at tight end, and of course they're wide receivers, and uh, they're, they they're you know keep evolving on offense. And I think uh, Randy Etzel has had a history of, of, of developing strong programs, obviously starting with UConn, and has done an outstanding job with this football team. They'll be tough, they'll be hard-nosed, they'll be well-prepared, they'll be highly motivated. So it'll require us to have a, a great game plan, great week of preparation, and uh, we're looking forward to it. So, any questions? Yeah? Uh A.B., ACL? You know, I'm not going to go into the details of everything there yet. Um, I think that's kind of his personal business, but uh, suffice to say that uh, like I said, he'll be gone for the year and he'll be,
1: uh, be uh, having surgery here. Um, in terms of one, what that means for this season for him as far as kind of the development he had made, and what Happens next with him. Uh, I mean, he'll just rehab and be ready to roll.
0: He'll be 100, He'll be fine. Um, just like you know, the cast of hundreds of others, and he'll he'll it's not gonna. This is as I said, this is a bump in the road. This is uh, nothing more than that. And uh, he will. He's going to be a great player with a great future, and uh, we couldn't be more excited about what he's gotten done, what he's gotten accomplished, and what he'll do in the future. So, He's got a great attitude, great mindset, is a tough competitor, just like you'd think he would be, and uh, just a
1: brief bump in the road. Um, What happens now with the quarterback with you guys, Um, and what do you do about the backup? What do you do with EJ? Yeah, well,
0: um, obviously, uh, Darius has uh, been preparing hard, and preparing well, and uh, EJ uh, Perry uh, is is completely on board, um, and and ready to play, and uh, so, that's already been discussed early with he and his family. And uh, he has a tremendous competitive mindset. And uh, as he said, I came here to be a part of this team. I came here because this was a privilege, not a right. I'm going to do anything I can to help this football team win, whether you need me for one snap or 50. You got to appreciate that kind of mindset from a competitor. So uh, he's ready to roll. Darius is ready to roll. and. Um, we also will we'll get uh, Jeff Smith some some snaps because John Fadul is out for the year as well. Um, so Jeff worked yesterday, took some snaps, and like he hadn't missed the beat. And uh, so we're good to go. Um, get ready to rock and roll. And,
1: uh, looking forward to it. Do you look at EJ as solely a, a backup option, or does he have an opportunity to?
0: All things are on the table. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes uh, to be at, at, to play at the highest level that we need to play at over the course of uh, this week and leading up to Saturday, um, simple as that. You know, and whether that means, you know, EJ plays zero reps or 100 or whether Jeff Smith ends up with 65 or however that un- 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 rolls out. It's, it's uh, we're gonna have a great week of practice. We're gonna, we're gonna go as hard as we can every day and uh, see where that brings us. and. Um, play
1: that game, hold the contract. You had to prepare a, a lot for a redshirt freshman to start the season. And then when John goes down, another thing happens. How much does this throw an added wrinkle into what you're doing, having to put another, make another change at quarterback this deep in the season?
0: I mean, it is what it is. You know, it's uh, every week you confront confronted with a bunch of different challenges. Obviously, that position, uh, we're playing at, a, I think, starting to play at a very high level. And, uh, but this is what happens, and uh, you've got to deal with it. And uh, None of us would write the script, and none of us would want this to be the case, but it is the case. And I kind of look at it like this. Uh, we've had a great year with Anthony. Tremendous development for him, for us. Got an unbelievable look into what the beautiful future is for us with Anthony, and now we have another opportunity. And uh, with this opportunity, we have some really good football players here, starting with Darius Wade, and uh, we're going to go down. We're going to go down that path, and uh, and that'll be that'll be fantastic, and uh, that's the way it is. If you stop in this business, and you, know, you, you, you spend too much time wallowing on what, what was me or what could be or anything else. This freight train's moving, man. Tomorrow's Tuesday, and uh, we've got to have a great Tuesday, and we will. And uh, everybody else on this team, you know, you got to pick it up. Everybody's got to do their part. And uh, but we have talented players, and those talented players are the same guys, and they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna play really well on Saturday.
1: Absolutely. How soon after, like, so AB leaves the game, comes back from sideline and say, "Sure, he had to get tested at." And Sunday, how soon after did he you know? Um, kind of that his season was
0: uh, well, so? well, like I told you before, you know, we had to wait, visit with the doctor on Sunday afternoon, and get all the tests back, and that's when we knew. Sometimes it's Sunday, sometimes it's Monday, but we knew on Sunday, and I think the most important thing is for Anthony and that's all I care about right now it's for him to have a course that he's going to be on and we're rolling forward and you know I think that's really important in the mind of a champion like Anthony that this is what this is what I'm dealing with this is what I'm going to do I'm going to be 100% I'm going to be back ready to roll and uh, I'm going to be grateful for the year that I had be grateful for all the unbelievable experience I had It's going to make me a better player, and uh, in his mind, he's going to have uh, an unbelievable year next year, and his mindset is absolutely, he and his parents are grateful for what great things that have happened and are looking forward to a really bright future, and that is an unbelievable mindset to have, and that's the way you have to have it. I've been around a lot of people this guy this guy tells you why he is who he is because that's how that's how competitors and champions react you know not over there wallowing just well let's roll so I'm, I'm just like Connor Strahan <laughs> just like Max Richardson just like John Baker just like Elijah Johnson those guys are unbelievable competitors and um, you know when you play this game you sign up for this you know they're there's going to be uh, bumps in the road, there's going to be hurdles, there's going to be good times and bad times, you've got to manage them, it's all part of the sport, it's all part of the deal. So, um, you know, some guys are better at that than others, we have, have a bunch of guys that are pretty strong. I mean, you, when you talk to Connor Strahan sometime, feel his intensity, John Baker, feel, feel it with those guys, it's unbelievable. Well, would you just talk about Darius's game management in the second half against Louisville and is that kind of what you're going to need from him, that kind of game management? I think we need playmaking. Okay. We're 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 going to attack, and uh, just like we have, um, you know, not really looking for a game manager. to Be honest with you, Rich. Okay. Um, we got out of that mode. We got out of that mode uh, and grew and got to the point where we we're attacking defenses. And uh, you saw that last week. That first half, we're attacking that defense. And we've got to just, you know, get our game plan right. Make sure we're doing everything that everyone can do, and then go. That that's that's what we'll do, um, but but I do not have a mindset that all of a sudden now we're just going to try to you know manage it. We're going to uh, we're going to put the pedal on attack. Okay. What about Cam Moore? Is his shoulder okay? And unknown where he is his status yet. Um, I think that's just a day-to-day deal. So we'll keep our fingers crossed there and, uh, and hope that uh, we'll have Cam ready to rock and roll. Hey, let's go over to UConn. Uh, just looking at their stats, they get ten guy, or nine guys with ten or more catches. What does that say about their offenses? They just well, I think you know they they I think they I think they are looking you know developing their identity. Okay. And so um, you know, and they they they've been in, a, in and out of the quarterback situation a little bit. You know, changing guys. <laughs> so I think uh, you know they're, they're they're certainly a work in progress there, but uh, they're talented. They have they have ability. Uh, you know they've got the receivers that catch the ball well, and the running back, two running backs. I know those running backs well; they're both talented guys. Um, so, you know they're going to uh, they're getting better, they're improving, and um, I saw last week they they scored pretty well against UCF down at UCF, and uh, played played well. You know, so I think I think. Uh,
2: they're gaining confidence, and uh, this is uh, obviously a uh, you know, big game. Uh, Coach, obviously, you're from Farmington, Connecticut. Your father was a professor at CCSU, Western Connecticut State, Cheshire High School, right. still in the longest winning streak. Is there a time playing the State School of Connecticut at Fenway where you've been reflective? Like, wow, my career, where it's come from to where it is now? Have you thought about that at all?
0: <laughs> no. Um I'm a little bit a little consumed with <laughs> everything that's going on with us right now. Um, you know, uh, honestly, um, I'm proud that I'm a Northeast guy. I'm proud that I'm from the state of Connecticut. Uh, I'm thrilled for the state of Connecticut that they have a division one football program. Yep. Um, uh, but my career, you know, I aspire to get to where I am right now at Boston college. And, uh, and grateful to be here. and uh, Happy for them that they're moving that thing forward. You know, uh, yeah, my dad has uh, six or seven degrees, or had six or seven degrees from the University of Connecticut. Uh, And I've known Randy Etzel for a long time. Truly, I think, one of the great coaches that are out there in the country. He's a first-class guy that does everything right. and uh, High integrity. So. I think uh, what he's doing there is fantastic. But for me uh, I got one thing on my mind right now. And one thing only. That's winning Saturday. Getting our sixth win here Saturday and getting our football team uh, to continue to develop and grow and, and kind of pick up, you know, where we left off in the first half of that game last week.
2: And I'm um, interested going back to the game. EJ Perry, is there some was it a top decision for you? Game 11, I believe it is to kind of burn that if you have to or was it an easy decision to put him as a backup?
0: My philosophy on that is I met with EJ and his family. Yep. And, uh, I, don't, I don't put that on anybody. So that's what I've done in my history. I sit down with the family and with the player and get a feel for where they're at. That doesn't mean that you know, I can necessarily always go exactly the way they want to go, but in this case, as I explained to you, this wasn't even, uh, this wasn't even a real conversation, uh, which you really appreciate. Uh, it tells you the kind of people you're dealing with here. I mean, that whole family is a highly, they're very loyal, they're very passionate, they're highly competitive. Yeah. And, uh, that's when you know you're dealing with guys that are wired right. So, uh, but, but that's the way I approach everything, OK? And uh, so, like I said, that conversation's been had. We're all on the same page. Now we're going to move the way we move, based on a lot of factors, one of which is we've got to have a great week of practice here and see where we're
2: at. NC State, my last question. The NC State defensive line that had some success, especially in the second half, containing Darius Wade and putting some pressure on him. Are you, are you focusing on your offensive line to, to kind of secure that against you, kind of give weighed plenty of time in the pocket to uh, make plays happen?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing every week. You know, yeah. um, You know, uh, we put a lot of time into the preparation of our protection. I thought our line did a really fine job uh, during that game. We did a lot of great things in that game. Uh, we, you know, they had maybe one of the elite pass rushers in America, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we had uh, a couple of issues in there. And, uh, you know, and we were also in some situations where the whole stadium knows you got to drop back and throw the football, yep. and that that adds to it a little bit. But uh, um, yeah, there'll be regardless of whether it was Anthony Brown or, or anybody or anybody else, we're gonna protect our quarterback, keep people off of him, and uh, give ourselves an opportunity. And there's a lot of things that go into that. It's receivers getting open. It's the ball coming out and timing and rhythm. It's not. Don't, don't equate sacks to the offensive line all the time. There's a lot of, you know, we run quick game, the ball's got to be out. Yep. Um, and uh, so there's, there's everyone's, we call that ball security. Everybody's responsible. There's a lot of ways to account for ball security. Running back's got to carry it high and tight. Uh, Lions got to do a great job protecting. Quarterbacks got to get the ball out. Receivers got to run precise routes and get open. Those all go into ball security. And uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of factors that go in here. So think our emphasis will be on making sure that we have great timing this week and the ball's out in rhythm on time. And uh, that helps everybody. And, of course, whether it's the backs, the line, or the tight ends, who's ever involved in protection, um, you know, doing a great job with that as well. So uh, that's a work in progress and, uh, you know, working really hard on that, and we'll continue to do that. So, you talked
1: about obviously getting the ball out. You talked about that after the game. Of that you talk about kind of personnel or play play calling that might aid and get the ball out there. But how much of that is play calling and how much of that is is sort of intuition Well,
0: I mean, play calls are play calls. I mean, whether you're in five step drop, three step drop, whether you're in waggle protection, spring protection, um, I mean, those are those are game plans situational based on down and distance, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the timing of things has a lot to do with spacing of receivers and routes, timing of coming out of breaks, quarterbacks' rhythm of getting the ball out, being able to get from your first to second read in timing. They're all important, and uh, they all work hand-in-hand with each other. And, uh, you know, you look at the success that Tom Brady's had. I mean, one of the things that he's as good as anybody in the country, or in the world, I guess you'd say, is ball out. And, and sometimes that's as important as anything in discouraging a rush. And, uh, so we've got to work on all of our timing. But but that has a lot. That's just not a one-dimensional thing. And again, if the receiver's spacing's off, that affects it. If their breakpoint's off, that affects it. If, you know, in a three-step game, if you don't get defensive linemen's hands down, that affects it. If the quarterback um, doesn't get to his reads quick enough or anticipate quicker, that affects it. All those things play play a factor and play a role in in third down. That's why third down is is, is pretty complex, and we felt really good about where we were heading in third down. We kind of had that thing. We were kind of humming along with that pretty good. And uh, not to say there weren't issues, because there were. But uh, I like where we're going. I love where we're headed in the pass game, and uh, so in terms of protections, in terms of things we're going to do now, um, might we tweak them? Yeah, we might. You still, you know, you still get yourself in third and long. Third and long is third and long. I mean, you know, you got to drop back. You got to protect it. You got to give yourself a chance to let those routes come open. You got to be able to strike. So and you got to be able to have um, reading route progression. First read, second read, third read. Got to be able to get down the thing pretty quickly and still be able to get it out. So it's all—it's all in there, and it's timing and it's practice and it's repetition, and and, and, and that's the intricacy of the throw game. But I
1: know. But I what he the most press right now. But how alarming is Harold's situation right now? How... Harold. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, Harold's day to day, week to week, and um, I mean, it hasn't changed really for. Her. I don't know, I'm losing track of time now, maybe a month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, since Louisville, right? Yeah, since Virginia Tech. I can't even tell you how long that is now. So I kind of, is what it is. You know, I, don't, I can't tell you honestly that i got a lot of thought on that right now. I mean, it's, it's out of control of controllables. I mean, I, I got no input here. So but. are
1: you approaching that as if he is also, like, not necessarily a certainty pro
0: yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know that. I mean, he's I don't know that he won't play Saturday. Um, I just don't know that. I think he's, honestly, I think he's day-to-day, week-to-week. And um, you know that's up to our medical team. So um, that's where he's at.
1: Um,
0: I don't have a much better answer than that right now because that's what I get. You know, let's go about our business. Um, you know, I think Wyatt and Zach... Playing at a pretty high level off the edge right now, and uh, we just got to continue to grow and develop. I'm hope, hopeful that we'll get Harold back at some point, whether it's this Saturday, the following
1: Saturday. I mean, I'm hopeful that that'll happen, but I, I, I don't know. What have your conversations been like with him? Just because obviously, coming into this season, one of the, a big part of coming back, one of the dice rolls here was that injury could occur. So, how do he kind of manage that? I mean, Kind of the same way I do it with everybody, it's like, hey,
0: we've got to get you healthy, you got to feel great. Uh, this is football; these are bumps in the road. Nothing's dramatic one way or the other. I mean, you know, you got to, you know, got to get back and get on the field. You know, and, uh, that's what he wants to do. It's all body work. I, mean, I think uh, his his focus and his concern is where it should be right now: beating UConn. Um, one thing I, I love about our team right now. Our team is locked into our team, and they're locked into our team goals and our team. It's it's, it's really fun to be around, and I, I I don't believe we have a bunch of guys that are really concerned about their individual deal. Not to say that people obviously have goals, but I think we're we're in a situation where our team where the team goals are the most important goals, and uh, with team success comes individual honors, and I think. We have a good group of guys that really buy into that. Whether they're on on the injury prot- <laughs> protocol or whether they're out for the year or whether they're grinding, it's kind of like, I mean, like you know, John Baker, uh, Connor Strahan, Charlie before he came back, uh, Max. They travel with us. I mean, you know, they're they're encouraging. They're, they're helping drive meetings. Uh, you know, it's it, and Anthony will be the same way. I mean, it's a, it's a great group of guys to be around. So, you know, I don't see a lot of guys, you know, sucking their thumb. I don't, I don't see that. I, which usually means that, you know, you have some real, uh, you know, uh, we don't have a lot of selfishness. I mean, we just got a lot of guys locked into what, what can I do in whatever capacity I have to help our team win. And that's why I've been so excited about this team, and I continue to be. And even weathering through some of the difficulties that we're weathering through right now with injuries. You know, I think we're somewhere around the mark of nine starters out. You know, uh, seven of which are impact players. Um, you come to our practice tomorrow, you wouldn't you wouldn't notice that from a standpoint of attitude. You just wouldn't notice it, you know. And uh, I think that's remarkable, and I think that's the foundation of what this is going to be, because you know you can't make that up. You can't happen.
2: Coach, logistically, would are you going to be more involved with the offense this week? Play selection, calling plays, and. The game, or is with the transition offense, or are you going to b- be as normal?
0: There's not really any transition in the offense. There's transition in personnel. Yeah, yeah. They're not in the offense. That's true. I'm always yeah. in the meetings. I'm always in the offensive meetings. I'm always very, very involved in game planning. I do not call the plays. Yeah, uh, have not since I've been here. Um, and uh, you know, really, for a lot of reasons, one of which is I'm involved in whole game very involved in the special teams, and when the defense is on the field, I'm very involved in trying to make sure that if a timeout's got to be called, uh, you know, trying to help manage. I'm not, <laughs> by no means am I calling defenses, but just the management of what's going on while the coaches are doing their thing, yeah. okay? So um, I will not be more involved. I'm pretty heavily involved <laughs> right now in, 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 in a lot of phases. Most specifically, offense and special teams. And, um, you know, so that's kind of how we, you know, we kind of operate around here. Um, but Scott calls the game, done a fabulous job. Uh, Justin Fry does an unbelievable job in the, in the run game. And uh, I think the coaches uh, have, have done a remarkable job handling the adversities that have both sides of the ball that have been thrown at them. Um, and, you know, sometimes in game, you know there are certain things that can injuries that can happen that that affect you but anytime in game you lose your quarterback that can be extremely damaging from the simple fact that nobody in America is given equal reps out in practice to you know starters and backups so, so you're dealing with a rep problem you're yeah. dealing with uh, a lot of things there and sometimes uh, you know in game. That's when I think you start getting in the mindset of okay, how do we manage this to win the game right now? Realizing that you know you got to be a little bit careful, okay. Um, but now you know we, we know where we are. We've got a whole week, and gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna run our offense.
2: And l- these last two weeks, just talk about the difference of finishing between seven and five, six and six, or five and seven. Just talk about how you know re- it's I'm a big just re- transition.
0: UConn Saturday. All, all that, all, it, it, all on our mind has ever been week to week. That has not changed and it's not going to change. As far as I'm concerned, we're playing the Super Bowl here on Saturday. Gotcha. That's the way I view this right now. This is uh, a big time game, like they all are. They all carry the same weight. They all mean the same. You know, when a win's a win and a loss is a loss. So that's our focus is completely on Saturday uh, to play a very good Connecticut team here in Fenway Park, and we will need every oar in the water rowing, coaches and players alike. And that's the cool thing. That's what we're involved with right now. That's what we're doing. And that's that's just our mindset. Thanks, guys. Thanks.